This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Say goodbye to performance robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Tonight, I want to share something with you. Meghan Markle dealing with unbearable grief after revealing a miscarriage. Then, throw in a Thanksgiving Day parade in the pandemic. Yeah, not so much. We're behind the scenes with a look at the big changes. And on Roses and Rosé, The Bachelorette is getting off-key. We're processing it. You don't need no Harvard degree to be in Paris eating brie with me. Plus, ready for a Schitt's Creek movie? What Dan Levy only told us. That's what we're going to have to do, I guess. And E.T. goes back to Bayside. Fans have been begging us to do a reboot for a long time. The Safe by the Bell cast on their big comeback. E.T. starts right now. We haven't seen much of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle lately, and that's prompted a lot of speculation. But we may finally know why. The royal couple suffered a pregnancy heartbreak earlier this summer that Meghan has never talked about until now. Any woman, when they're, especially when they're pregnant, you're really vulnerable. Losing a child means carrying an almost unbearable grief. Those are Meghan's words as she writes about the miscarriage that happened in July while holding baby Archie. Quote, I felt a sharp cramp. I dropped to the floor with him in my arms. Something was not right. I knew as I clutched my firstborn child that I was losing my second. In a just-published New York Times op-ed, the 39-year-old details how Harry helped her, writing, I lay in a hospital bed holding my husband's hand. I kissed his knuckles wet from both our tears. I tried to imagine how we'd heal. She says she watched Harry's heartbreak as he, quote, tried to hold the shattered pieces of mine. I can't imagine the agony for any couple of 
uh, losing a child in this way. The prince's uncle Earl Spencer offered condolences today on a British morning show. And it's so very, very sad. Uh, all thoughts with them today. ETs learned the Duke and Duchess knew at the time the loss was something they wanted to eventually share, and that Harry did discuss the miscarriage with his family. Compassion means seeing the pain and suffering of others and knowing that it's our duty to try to help relieve it. That's Meghan speaking out in July around the time of her and Harry's loss. Looking back at the Sussexes' summer, there was one sign another baby was on the way. July 10th, Meghan, in a flowy linen dress, was seen leaving a doctor's appointment with Harry in Beverly Hills. They didn't emerge back in public until August, working through the pain to help others. Just weeks after the miscarriage, the couple handed out supplies to needy children and families in L.A. I think we all know how good it feels just to be around positivity and yeah. optimism. That's what you're doing, and we need more of that. They also spoke with young leaders, and Megan took part in a virtual summit tackling women's issues. I thought, how can I best support this initiative and this incredible media platform? In today's op-ed, Megan encourages everyone to heal from a tough 2020 by committing to asking others, are you okay? Thank you for asking, because not many people have asked if I'm okay. It's a very real thing to be going through behind the scenes. We just send our love to Megan, Harry, Archie, and their entire family. All right. Well, we have jumped over to New York Street now in our studio lot in honor of tomorrow's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City. The show will go on, but it will be unlike any other in the history of the event. That's Jimmy Fallon rehearsing in the street and the Rockettes dancing in masks. Before the first time since 1945, the parade will be a TV-only event. That means no parade route, no marchers, and no crowds. I'm not sure how it'll feel. You know, I know I'll be on a float, so I don't know if I'll be, like, waving to nobody. Um, but, it'll, you know, it's my let's practice. I'll do it with you. Let's, let's wave yeah. to no one. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Tori Kelly's just one of 17 performers, including Dolly Parton and B.B. Rexa. And because there's no actual parade, performers will all be staying put in Herald Square. They're um, kind of creating like a bubble for, I guess, I, I think I'm one of the few artists who are actually going to be there in, in person for these events because I think some people are pre-taping. Four Broadway musicals, including Hamilton, are pre-taping their numbers. This year, there's 26 floats and 20 balloons. But instead of 100 human handlers per balloon, they will be pulled along by mini tractors. Happy holidays, everyone. Kevin and Kelty are hosting the CBS Thanksgiving Day celebration. Kev chatted with Kiki Palmer. She first performed at the parade when she was just 16. I got my mm. new song, Dreamcatcher, that I'm going to be performing. What does that mean being on the coach float? Coach is classic. So what it means is you're going to be getting fashion, classic uh, fashion, timeless moments that also fit into the holiday season. I know where I will be at 9 a.m. tomorrow in front of my television. Well, Bachelor Nation is feeling grateful and possibly a little queasy after Tasha's challenge to her men, Lauren Zima. I know you have some thoughts. Thanks, Michelle. Yes, the bachelorette in quarantine is giving us dates like we've never seen before. The floor is lava. Do you need help? Nope, nope, I'm good. Sure. It's time for roses and rosé. We know the age-old saying, the way to a woman's heart is through your own stomach. Is that it? Oh. Welcome to the bachelorette fear factor. Cow intestines and water scorpion. Oh, this 
This looks fun. Riley, I'll play too. Let's see what I get. Oh, rosé. Okay, great. This one's for you. Here it goes, down into my belly. So delicious. <sighs> oh, that was tough. So light, sweet, and delicious. Riley, how are you? That's not good. And you know what else wasn't good? <laughs> the guys singing. Let's start something, baby. It took some time <laughs> oh. to come around. <laughs> you don't need no Harvard degree mm -mm. to be in Paris eating brie with me. I think she got it. She did not. Uh, we don't know what Bennett's Harvard degree is in, but we can rule out music theory. I'm taking you home to meet you. <laughs> now it's time for the episode's MVP award, and it goes to whoever scooped the biggest ice cream sundae I have ever seen. I mean, that is a quarantine dream. One scoop for every guy Claire dumped. <laughs> <laughs> and our inaugural Are We There Yet award goes to Ed, who got lost looking for Tasha's villa and wound up at Chris Harrison's room at 2 a.m. Come on in, dude. You want a drink? Not a bad consolation prize if you love talking about wine. More wine. And Chris Harrison himself. I didn't even realize I did that. We don't know who Tasha ends up with yet, but cheers to all the effort. Cheers. Now on to something else we can toast. A possible return to Shit's Creek. I got an update from Emmy winner Dan Levy himself. There is an extra surprise tonight. Are we any closer to maybe getting a Schitt's Creek movie or more from the show? Aubrey, what do, you, do you want one? All I want is a Schitt's Creek movie. Schitt's yes. Creek is getting everyone through the pandemic. It's our yes. pandemic medicine. More, yeah. more, more. If Aubrey wants it, then that's what we're gonna have to do, I guess. Well, after hearing that big news, even Aubrey's little dog, Frankie, got excited. It was a fun kind of exercise to go oh, in oh. and... <laughs> Hi, Pop. <laughs> An A-lister okay. crashing the interview, I love it. Um, Sorry. But, you know, it's like to, to play that part in a... Aubrey! <laughs> this is like a dog situation. Oh my gosh, you know it what? It is a full dog day. Until the possible reunion, you can see Dan in the Christmas comedy Happiest Season. I am John, Abby's heterosexual ex-boyfriend, and I have come to get her back. There's a bunch of familiar faces in this movie about a woman trying to propose to her girlfriend. Twilight's Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis from Terminator Dark Fate, Allison Brie from Glow, and Mary Steenburgen from Step Brothers. Everyone say Christmas. No, don't say that, just smile. It was so fun to make the movie and we all loved each other so much and kind of were constantly laughing. One of the big scenes in the rom-com, which is now streaming on Hulu, is a smackdown between sisters Allison and Mackenzie. Get off me! You did Glow, she did Terminator. So who was the better fighter here? <laughs> I would say her. Allison <laughs> kept up with her training more than I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> and is strong. She's very fast, too. I had to get away from her at some point. I think the two of us were covered in, like, bruises and rug burns on our knees. Like real sisters. Like real sisters. Of course, things are calmer in real life, and Mary's in wedding mode. Her son, Charlie, is engaged to actress Lily Collins. She definitely had us all at hello. We really um, all fell in love with her instantly and are just so happy to have she and her family included in ours. Aw, oh, that family has a lot to be thankful for. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift just dropped her own relationship confession. 
But if I just showed up at your party, how Swift and boyfriend Joe Alwyn are making sweet music together. There's a song that was unlike anything I've done before. Then, hi, ET. Welcome to the set of my new video, Trenches. Only we're behind the scenes with Monica after burying her feud with Brandy. We worked through all of our issues. And Saved by the Bell reboot scoop, we're with cast. There's some really good things that are going are gonna to come out of this. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Taylor Swift performs Betty in her new Disney Plus film. It's one of two songs off Folklore, co-written by a guy named William Bowery. And Taylor finally reveals the true identity of this mystery co-writer. There's been a lot of discussion about William Bowery and his identity, because it's not a real person. William Bowery is Joe. Yeah, that Joe, as in Joe Alwyn, Taylor's boyfriend. That's a sneaky girl, but so cute. And now let's get into the trenches with our Monica exclusive. I can't breathe, haters make me nauseous, ew, get the Gucci outfits. So we're on the set of my new video, Trenches. This is the first music video I've actually shot during the pandemic, but what I have learned is that you adjust. It's been really cool to get back to work at such a crazy time. I'm excited for people to see it. It is a big deal for me because the song means so much to me. In the new video, Monica goes from naughty to nice, living a very chic double life alongside rapper Lil Baby. Realize that I'm the lawyer by day, but I'm actually pulling the crimes by night. That's the premise of it all. Monica's upcoming album, Trenches, is set to drop next year, and this year has been crazy busy for Miss Thangs. She publicly settled any tension between one time rival Brandy during their versus battle. We worked through all of our issues because we recognize where we're different and we recognize where we're the same. And being in the business this long, it's hard not to have some similarities, although we have polar opposite, you know, um, personalities. I spoke to her a few times since Versus, and of course we have just been uplifting each other throughout our processes of releasing albums. She just turned 40 in October. This year also marked the 25th anniversary of Monica's debut album. My first album turned 25 this year, and the young lady that dropped her first album at just 13 years old was unafraid. So that authenticity is something that I use younger Monica kind of to speak into the life and into the spirit of adult Monica. And don't miss this, Monica's performing and being honored as this year's Lady of Soul at the Soul Train Awards airing Sunday on BET. Well-deserved. Well, up next, we're getting saved by the bell all over again. It's all right, cause I'm saved by the bell. The new stars and the OG cast returning, but why no screech? Zoinks! Then Lacey Chabert on a Mean Girls sequel. So fetch. What she only revealed to E.T. Gretchen probably ended up marrying Jason and they probably have like six babies. Zach, affection does not solve all problems. Solves mine. 
Oh, Zach and Kelly forever. E.T. on the set of Saved by the Bell back in 1989. Now, in the reboot streaming today on Peacock, a new generation is ready to rule Bayside, but under the watchful eye of the OG crew. I mean, obviously fans have been begging us to do a reboot for a long time. Yeah, we feel the same way. We all had the desire, but we knew that it had to be the right way. This show means so much to so many people. I think it's time to get involved and give something back. It's kind of like a symbol of a lot of people's childhood, and you don't want to mess with that. That's sacred. Jessie's now a mom and a guidance counselor. Slater's a PE teacher slash gym coach. And get this, Zach is married to Kelly and he's the governor of California. In attendance will be the governor of California. Max dad. You look amazing and your hair's fire. Putting on the wig and saying those lines again. There's some really good things that are gonna, are gonna come out of this. At the center of this reboot is a new generation of Bayside,ers including Zach and Kelly's son. I feel like you really look, you could be their child. There was, the casting did an amazing job. Hey buddy, <laughs> you're an honor savage? Duh, it's an honor to teach me. I grew up watching this show. It was really cool and just a surreal experience to be next to the original cast. It's alright, cause I'm safe out of there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes! But fans won't see Mr. Belding. John Michael Higgins is Bayside's new principal. These kids, they can be sheltered and clueless. I did watch uh, some of the old episodes and was uh, really enormously impressed with Dennis Haskins. Dennis was brilliant. Please come to order. As for Screech, we won't see Dustin Diamond return. He's faced his share of struggles, including prison time for carrying a concealed weapon and disorderly conduct. Lark Voorhees will be back as Lisa Turtle, though. For one episode, she has battled mental illness over the years. You guys ended up getting Lark. That was a surprise to people when they saw that. How did that come about? Well, it wasn't a surprise to me. It was something that I was extremely passionate about. The show is not the show without her. And it, we were just trying to figure out, you know, which episode would be the one to bring her into. She's so talented and Lisa Turtle needed to be there, period. Now you pay homage to the caffeine pill scene. Yeah, yeah! How do you not do that? Like, it's just, it's not Saved by the Bell without that. There's a way to increase productivity. Are those caffeine pills? At first, they're so exciting. And then it gets even more exciting, but after that, it gets so scary. By the way, they were Tic Tacs and Red Hots back in the day. Man, I still remember that episode like it was yesterday. Well, meanwhile, Lacey Chabert knows what it's like to be part of an iconic cast. Yes, I'm making fetch happen, and I'm talking about those mean girls. <laughs> Their virtual reunion was everything, but would it be the last? Lauren Zima found out. You can't sit with us! You just had that virtual Mean Girls reunion. What was it like to just all be together again? We were all kind of emotional about it. Life has happened and there's children and marriages and, and all these beautiful events in life. Did that emotional reunion get you guys any closer to some kind of sequel, another movie, another version of it? I think I know most of us would definitely entertain that thought. I feel like Gretchen is running the Toaster Strudel Empire and she probably ended up marrying Jason and they probably have like six babies. So fetch. In real life, Lacey has just one kid, four-year-old Julia, and she's already watched a couple scenes from the iconic 2004 movie. She goes, Mama, I didn't know you were Gretchen. <laughs> it's really 
really sweet. Does she understand like, oh, my mom's on the TV and she's here? She thinks that I wear dresses and um, that I'm a princess. Oh. Well, Lacey is basically Hallmark movie royalty. She has two new projects coming out this holiday season, starting Saturday with Christmas Waltz. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Dancing has always been, you know, my like weak spot, I guess. Like I've always been very intimidated by it and I don't feel comfortable dancing. I kind of overcame my own obstacle in a way and I felt really like proud of myself. At the end of it, we did it. And I actually want to continue taking lessons. I loved it. Wow, okay, well, could we ever see you do Dancing with the Stars? I will say they've asked in the past, and I am such a super fan of the show. Never say never. <laughs> Lacey also stars in Time for Us to Come Home for Christmas, premiering December 5th, and get this, Blake Shelton produced it. His mother wrote a book, and um, they've done three movies um, with the same theme. I just had a question about my reservation. Sure. Who made it? When you guys film these, it's usually not winter, right? So yeah. what is the hardest part about that? The hardest part is um, sweating. Because <laughs> typically, I mean, it'll be 90 degrees outside and, you know, humid and you're in coats and scarves and gloves. Honestly, I can't complain about it, though, because I love it. I love Christmas so much. Oh, me too. Christmas nerds, stand up. All right, coming up, the country star who tested positive for COVID-19 and had to miss the CMAs. Only we're talking to Lee Bryce next. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Lee Bryce and Carly Pierce hit number one on the country charts with I Hope You're Happy Now. It also won a CMA award. But unfortunately, Lee was not there to perform the duet because he tested positive for COVID-19. Thankfully, Lee's symptoms were mild, as our Cassie Delora found out. Good night, everybody, and be thankful. It was like a little achy. I did lose my smell, which I will got to tell you, that is a weird, weird thing. My family came to the farm, so I got to watch them fish. I kept my distance from them. I count my blessings for that. That's a memory I don't miss. And Lee's new album, Hey World, is out now. I'm kind of a competitive person, even with my, my own self. We made the best record we've ever made, and I'm excited about it. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Dars. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because... Even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. 
Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.